In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen. Dear faithful, this morning's Gospel is a testimony to Jesus' understanding of human nature. I guess we have all had the experience of the man who was giving the supper. We plan a celebration. We really work hard at getting things nice. All of our friends say they will attend. Promise, promise. But at the last minute, the phone does not stop ringing with people making excuses. Dear faithful, when Jesus speaks the man who gave the supper, Jesus is, of course, telling us about himself and the disappointment that he feels over the way people reject him while still claiming to be his friends. One of the distinguishing features of Christianity, the thing that makes us different from other religions, is the claim that our God actually intervened in the history of his people. Instead of just governing the universe from a comfortable point in heaven, our Lord actually took human flesh and human nature to himself and lived among us. Not only did he pass a few years on earth, but he literally offered his life for our salvation through the sacrifice of the cross. Now, if that claim makes Christianity unique, we also make one more claim that is even more unique. That Jesus, who lived and died far away and long ago, in the little country we today call, we today call Israel, that this very same Jesus is with us today. That he did not limit his intervention into human history to just a few years and a few square miles. We know because he told us that he was going to give us his body and blood and that these would be our necessary spiritual food and drink. And we know that, and we know that he meant this promise quite literally because it is recorded in St. John's Gospel that some of his disciples could not believe what he promised. How can this man give us his flesh to eat and his blood to drink, they asked, finding it a hard saying. And it is said that many, 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 many of them no longer went about with him. At that moment, many abandoned Jesus. Yet, even though 
Jesus lost some of his followers. We never hear him saying that he was joking, that he was not speaking literally. We never, Jesus, we never hear Jesus try to explain that he would just give us symbols, signs of his body and blood. He made no such explanations because he meant it as plain and simple reality. He had demonstrated his ability to feed these very same men miraculously, multiplying loaves of bread and, and feeding them among the 5,000. Jesus spoke of his intention to remain forever with his people by giving them his flesh and blood. Not only did he speak of it, but he actually did it. There is only one perpetual invitation. There is only one sacrifice, the sacrifice of the cross, but every time we celebrate Holy Mass, we assist Jesus by standing with him at the foot of the cross, making that sacrifice present right here in our time and place. God, who could have remained in heaven, once again became incarnate and died the death of the cross. God, whom should seek at any cost to us, pursues us and waits for us patiently in the tabernacle or on the altar. Dear faithful, God forbid that we take the path of human laziness and be like those in the parable. God forbid we be that way when we have the opportunity to attend Mass and more generally, when we have the opportunity to do good. Far from being accepted, this gracious invitation was rejected. I have bought a field. I have married a wife. I have bought five yoke of oxen. I cannot come. Have me excused. This was the response. Is it not the same response today? We miss the banquet. We miss the abundant life of Christ and settle for the lesser and the flitting. And Jesus still laments, come for all is not ready. But we object, I am not worthy to come. None of this makes any difference. The invitation goes out to all. The good news is that we don't have to be perfect to come. Jesus wants us 
to become saints. So he's telling us to come as we are, with all our sins and sorrows, weaknesses and failures, problems and anxieties. Come as we are, but with a deep will to change and to become better, to become saint. Come to the only one who can forgive us and heal us. Come to the only one who can make us, who can make us worthy. Come for all is now ready. He's telling Jesus to all of us this morning. Coming to Jesus is a way of life. It begins with baptism. It involves daily commitments, repentance, obedience, worship, prayer, and regular confession and communion. It involves a daily walk with Jesus. It involves not only come, but also go. Go out into the world and be my disciples. Let's be servants. Let's be lights. Let's be the salt of the earth. Dear faithful, none of us will ever know the wonder of the brightly lighted banquet hall. None of us will ever know the goodness of the food. None of us will ever know the joy of being a part of this amazing fellowship unless, unless we lay aside the excuse, the poor excuse, and dare to accept the invitation. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen.